This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you on Tuesday afternoon following Mike Tomlin's weekly press conference for week six as the Steelers look to take on the Seattle Seahawks this Sunday night in prime time. That will be the Steelers' first primetime game of the season, and Coach Tomlin made note of that right off the bat. They're excited for that. Uh, first, he gave a recap of last week's game. The Steelers got off their losing skid, got it back into the win column against the Denver Broncos. Um, and the, against the Denver Broncos team that was 3-1 and one and had a top-notch defense coming into this week. So... Um, One of the things that Coach Tomlin said that really helped with the game was that they played in front of the sticks. They didn't have negative plays and things of that nature to start off on first down. They left themselves in reasonable down and distances, which allowed them to sustain drives. Okay, Part of that is minimalizing the penalties. They still need to work on that. Had a few false starts, some holding penalties, things of that nature that they can improve on moving forward. So... um, But still, even at this part of the season, Coach Tomlin says they are really focusing on themselves and getting better with what they do and utilizing players to the best of their abilities, you know, utilizing their strengths in order to formulate a game plan and implement that game plan as they go. Um, he does say that, you know, injuries are a factor in that, that, you know, you want to, you want to do game plan where you have players that you want to utilize something that they do. And then all of a sudden you don't have a player available. So, you know, the, the injury bug is something that you have to deal with. It does change game plans. It does change strategies, but that's why you have to come up with more than one. Um, coach Tomlin talked about the importance of the defense digging in and, you know, defending every blade of grass, as he likes to say, um, in, in two key moments in the first half. The first one was um, on the after the Steelers' turnover, uh, where the Broncos started off with great field position. You know, they didn't give up a first down. They held them to three and not seven. And that's been really big um, with the defense so far this year is that the teams have been taking their takeaways and turning them into touchdowns. Boy, that was a lot of tease there. But <laughs> but that's what that that's what has been happening against the Steelers. But what happened in the in the one turnover that they had on Sunday, they held them to three points. And that was big. That you know that that was one four point swing. And he also mentioned another four point swing and that was the James Pierre running down uh the um Javante Williams. I think I said the name right. <laughs> I almost called him Jamal Williams, but uh, um, running him down, um, catching him short of the goal line, and if, you know, Coach Tom didn't mention this, but the penalty kind of kind of helped. Um, but not only that, the Steelers continued to make plays and continued to move them back, defended that goal line, and held them to three points. I mean, that's a huge difference right there at halftime with the with the Broncos having six points 
rather than 14, especially when you look at the final score being eight points, that those were big key moments in the first half, which helped set up the second half in the way that they did. Um, he says that another thing the Steelers are, were doing is that they're really learning about their depth. Like if you look um, at various things that when players are out and you other players are coming in, you un, you you see what the, your depth pieces are offering. So Coach Tom went on to then talk about the injuries as he normally does. He talked about Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he will be having surgery on Wednesday. So I know there was originally reports that he had already had a surgery. The surgery will be on Wednesday, confirmed by Coach Tomlin, and that Juju will be going on IR. I look for that move to be coming. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes later today. Um, or it could be tomorrow. And I, I, I believe the corresponding roster move is uh, Zach Banner being uh, elevated or activated to the 53-man roster from the reserved injured list. Um, it, it makes sense. You know, last week, in order to have the extra wide receiver, the Steelers uh, released Rashad Coward to, to drop down their numbers um, at the offensive line down to just eight rather than the nine that they've been carrying, kind of in anticipation of Zach Banner you know, coming back eventually. But now with, with Juju going down, that just, it rather than have to like maybe release Cody White because you were going to have too many wide receivers. Now it looks like Cody White's going to be there most likely to stay, um, at least for the time being. And and that's probably the move that we can see happening. We'll see exactly when that comes comes along. But uh, talked in, in depth about Juju and, you know, how he feels for him in the situation. But, uh you know, that Steelers, they, they got to move on and they got to work on winning football games now knowing that they don't have Juju's Miss Schuster. Um, he did not use the word season ending. Um, you know, you're not going to close the door on anything, but in essence, uh, that that's the general feeling about it. Much like the situation with Tyson Alawalu, um, that, that, you know, you don't want to necessarily say that they're done uh, when there's when you can bring players back off IR if there's any chance, but uh, that's just the general feeling. Uh, talked about Devin Bush and his groin. He says it's still being evaluated. Once again, the infamous answer of practice will be the guide. Um, that's really a shame with Bush. He was having qu himself quite a game before he was injured on Sunday. Um, talked about players that missed this past week, players like uh, James Washington, Cameron Sutton, Carlos Davis, um, he kind of ex he expects them to practice this week and to see how that practice, how they progress through that practice to see if they are available for Sunday. Uh, and he did mention both Zach Banner and Anthony McFarland that they're still evaluating uh, their quality of work in order to activate them. Banner will have to be activated this week or go back on the fifty, uh, go back on IR um, for the rest of the season. Uh, I do believe they still have another week with McFarland before they would have to put him on there because, uh, he just started his practice, uh, last week. So he moved on to Seattle. We talked about having no Russell Wilson, but he also said Gino was no pup. He talked about Gino Smith and how he's been around, um, said he was in, you know, talked about him being, I think he even said San Diego. I, cause I think that's where they were at the time, um, uh, but being with the chargers and then moving with, with the coordinator to Seattle was kind of the way he talked about it. He talked about um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett being, you know, they're, they're both splash guys, you know, capable of, of creating those splash plays and how they have to look against those. And he talked about their two quality backs and Carson and Collins. Um, 
kind of praised their defense a, a good bit, which to me was almost a cover because Seattle has really struggled defensively this year. But he talked about their strong safety. He wouldn't even mention him by name. It was Jamal Adams. Um, he says he's the most dynamic secondary blitzer in football is, is the quote that uh, Coach Tomlin said about him. Um and 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 said that against this team, you've got to take care of the ball. They are a team that thrives off of getting takeaways. Um, so you've got to take care of the ball with them. Um, and that he just then reiterated again that they're, before he opened it up to questions, that they were excited uh, to play in primetime, that they're going to get the, get a primetime game. So moving on to the questions, I'll hit, I'll hit most of these that were asked. Um, there was some, I mean, they kind of bounced around a little bit. They would go back and ask more about a previous question that was asked. So I don't know if I'll get it all grouped together <laughs> nice and neat for you as my notes go in order of what the questions were asked. So uh, we'll we'll do our best here to, to work through these. But uh, Coach Sean was asked about not having Juju. Um, and and he just said he's excited for for the expanded role for James Washington and Ray Ray McLeod that they you know that they're going to get their opportunity and he even mentioned Cody White in that as well you know with that that they're going to be able to maybe get more playing time or be in a role that's more than what they anticipated uh, earlier in the season. Um, then he was asked about bringing back Zach Banner, the whole thing with the offensive line, you know, chemistry and cohesion um, and things of that nature. Do you want to, now that this line's played better, you know, as Coach Tomlin said himself, he thought they played better last week and then they even grew more on that this week, that um, that it, it's having more than five capable guys, it's a good problem to have. So bringing Zach Banner into it, he's not talking about if he's going to get inserted back in right away, what his role is going to be. He's he's keeping that pretty tight-lipped, and I really don't blame him there um, of exactly what the Steelers are going to do. So, But when it comes to that O-line, um, that he says when it comes to the that whole chemistry cohesion issue is that there's not a cookie-cutter answer for it. You've just got to see how how it all works and plays itself out as these guys continue to work and practice. And we have to remember, we see this team for three hours once a week. They are, you know, everything about this team, between the practice, the meetings, and everything they do is so much more than what we ever see. So we might have an opinion of it, but uh, – we're not immersed in it as they are. So, um, and Coach Tomlin's great quote about that. He says, um, when it came comes to the line, he's like, he would rather have six than have four. You know, you'd much rather have one more guy that you're not sure who you're going to even play out there rather than only have four guys and be scrambling who's going to fill that last spot. Um, he was asked a question about in the NFL going forward on fourth down more is really becoming a trend. Um, and he said, and was basically talking about analytics and coach Tomlin, his quote was analytics is a tool, but not the tool. Well, very important to, to know with that and how the Steelers, um, do those things moving forward. And he, he brought up a really, really good point. And that is the point of teams that are going forward on fourth down. A lot of what they're utilizing is their quarterback's mobility. And that is not something that the Steelers have as part of their arsenal at this time. So that's kind of, I mean, if you think about it, that's a pretty good point that, you know, a lot of these fourth down plays, and I remember, you know, thinking of, oh, this is what the Steelers should do on this play, you know, thinking of two-point conversions or fourth downs or third and shorts, and where a lot of that is, hey, get your quarterback on the move, 
um, let them have multiple options of what to do. Uh, that's not really where the Steelers are right now, just because of Ben Roethlisberger and his age. Um, so they they play it the way they play it. Um, Coach Tomlin was then also asked about the defensive line and how you know they're needing to come together with you know Stefan Tuitt still on IR. Uh, he was not brought up at all in this press conference, in case anyone was wondering. You know Tyson Alualu being out um, and that they're having to come together. And he says that a lot of this is really helping them. You know, identify their their depth and their quality of the depth that they have as as they're coming together. Um, he was asked about Deontay Johnson. And um, kind of his relationship with Ben Roethlisberger, he says that, uh, you know, he's he's not a rookie anymore, and he puts in the work. He's there all the time. Um, um, let's see. Oh, he was asked if Devin Bush's um, injury was, his groin injury, was a re-aggravation of the previous groin injury he had, or if it was new. And Coach Tomlin did not have an answer for that at this time. He was also... Un- Unsurprisingly, was asked about his reaction to the whole John Gruden situation of of resigning from the the Raiders. Um, he said he's saddened by everything with it. Um, you know, sad for the Raiders, sad for those those people that that were offended and you know you know or he, he said offended, but you know spoken negatively about. And he was you know he was saddened for Coach Gruden and just said these and he said that he was sad for the whole commentary of everything. And that was all he was going to say. Um, another question was about Ben Roethlisberger developing relationships with his wide receivers. Um, and coach Tom went on to kind of say, you know, it's steeped in cohesion and their collective work. Um, and he just says that elite quarterbacks develop those relationships. He gave several examples with, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and other, other quarterbacks that have developed those you know, tight relationships with those receivers and kind of have that feel, you know, this question was asked about, you know, several different receivers with Ben Roethlisberger throughout his career and just how that kind of works. And he was asked a very interesting question about Najee Harris and the cramps that he had during the game. And if they were aware of it, whenever he said that he dealt with it at times in college and coach Tom said, yes, they were, they were aware of it. Um, and the, the key to that is hydration. And he says Najee got more of a workload than he has yet this season. So this is something that they, they need to work on and stay ahead of in order for this to, to not be an issue going forward. Um, that he, you know, was kind of driving home. Uh, he was asked about, you know, the driving home of the continuing important uh, improvement of the offensive line. And that's when he kind of laughed and said, that was it last week. I thought they had a good game last week and we wanted to to challenge them to do even better this week. He's like, so if they stepped up like that, let's see it again. So we want to want to continue to drive home the improvement of this offensive line. Um, so then he was asking about the young guys um, and doing, you know, doing some good things as they, as they grow and develop, it was specifically talking about Trey Norwood and Arthur Millette, even though Millette's not new to the NFL, he is new to the Steelers. I even mentioned Carl Joseph in there who, uh, who got a few snaps, uh, being elevated from the practice squad and, and, and things of that nature of, of younger players, you know, getting some work in as they're continuing to grow, um, and, and, and improve for them. Um, he was asked about their balance, their 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 
their balance between running and passing, you know, they had more rushing attempts than, than passing attempts. And, and he said that the biggest thing that was that he talked about at the beginning, and that was eliminating the negativity, you know, playing, playing in front of the sticks. That is, that is a huge key and giving yourself those options at too many times. And I mean, we've seen it as fans, how many times, um, were the Steelers in a game? Oh, I think it might've been, which one was it? I think it was Cincinnati that was the one that was really bad. It seemed like every time the Steelers had a second down, it was second and 10 or more. Um, Jeff Hartman brought that up to me while it was going on. He's like, can they have a second down that's actually, you know, not double digits? And and, and it's it, it was kind of obvious right there for everyone to see that, yeah, if you're getting positive plays on first down, just you have so much more of the playbook open and available for you. Um, then was that he was asked about James Washington and coming back to really needing him now after him requesting a trade earlier in camp. And Coach Tomlin, first thing he did was he interrupted it to say he never acknowledged that James Washington um, requested a trade. So he's like, I don't know where you're com- coming from there. But um, one thing that he did call about James Washington is he called him low maintenance, that he just does what he does and does it well. And they you know, don't have to worry about him doing the things that he does. Um, and to finish that off, the, the last question of the press conference was about their wide receiver depth. Um, and basically, Coach Tomlin ex- said what we kind of have an idea is going to happen, um, that they're, they need to look and expand that. They have an empty spot on the practice squad. It's going to be a wide receiver. There were already reports yesterday of who that might be. It was a former second-round draft pick. I'm pretty sure of the Bears. I'm not 100% sure if I'm remembering um, correctly. And that um, Anthony Miller, that that was someone who was who was, who was reportedly coming in um, to, to work out with the Steelers for a practice squad spot. Um, he had a chance. He worked out yesterday. For the, for the Jaguars and didn't sign with them because I think he was looking for this opportunity. Um, but then nothing's official. But I think Coach Tomlin kind of acknowledged that, yeah, something's coming. You'll hear about that more later. And, you know, he probably knows that that, that news is out there. So, But that was the, the press conference. The Steelers are really looking forward to their primetime matchup this Sunday night. Um, I... I I'm kind of a mixed emotion about primetime matchups because I love it because I know that it's on TV. I know I'm going to see it. I don't have to make special arrangements. But if you're like me, man, that makes for a late night. And and a lot of people, that's just watching the game. And for me, it's 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 a lot. It's the post game. Um, podcast that we that we'll have after the game um and other things get ready for the website but that's what behind the steel curtain does we will continue to bring you everything um that we've been bringing you you've got you've still got some breakdown going on from this past week's game turning the tables you know turning the page i guess i should say into week six looking at this matchup with seattle but before the steelers head into their bye week um just all the all the stuff on the website, all our podcasts. I mean, if you're hearing it now, there's a good chance you're you've heard other podcasts on our network. If you've stumbled onto this for the first time, make sure you check us out at Behind the Steel Curtain anywhere that that you can get podcasts. And to sum it up, I can't finish it unless I say it. Go Steelers.